welcome to another episode of the Wire to Wire podcast. As always, it's me, your host Yusuf. And I have a very interesting topic for you guys today. So without further ado, let's just get right to it. So I wanted to do a reaction to this video that I found to be very interesting. It was an interview that was done by 90s hip hop group The Ghetto Boys with Willie D and Scarface. And shout out to those guys by the way. I really enjoy their content and I appreciate their perspective on a lot of topics. Now this particular interview they did featured basketball legend and Hall of Famer Allen Iverson. Now he's my all time favorite player and he is the reason why I got into even watching basketball in the first place. And in this interview. I thought Willie D and Scarface did a good job of having a respectful conversation while equally asking him good, tough questions. And as you will see later on in this reaction, there was a level of accountability that they held into. And I thought that was so important because in life, we all need to be held accountable. It's how we get better and improve. And you're going to see a lot of different themes, including that one, as we go on. And one of the themes that really stuck out to me when I watched this interview is the importance of managing our expectations of others and that not everyone is going to think or see things the same way that we do. But I want you guys to listen and pay attention closely and I'll weigh in to give my analysis from my perspective. And before I start, you know, be sure to like the video and subscribe to this channel. And by the way, this is fair use. I'm only just doing this for the purpose of critique and analysis. So without further ado, let's just get right to it. When they made that statement about practice, did you ever question yourself and, and be like, well... No, nah, because you, know, you can't be a bad motherfucker like that if you don't practice. Right. Like... Well, it, well the statement itself made people think that you did I didn't care practice. about practice, yeah. And, you know, like you had bad but, practice habits. But, okay, okay. Did you have bad, let's clear that up. Did you have bad practice habits? Did you... Did Was you a... Was you like a... a, a like, like, real... I can't wait to practice. answer this. Was you serious about your practice, or did you? Or were you? I ain't give a fuck about, about drills. Okay, but if you play five on five, then I'm ready. I okay. want to do that. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't. I didn't care too much for this way, this way. You know what I mean? Like, you already knew that. Throw the ball up and let's go. Like uh-huh. that was my thing. You know what I mean? Like so and you then, so you so you did, so you didn't have a pattern of skipping practice. You went to practice. But you no, just did like certain I had a pattern of skipping. Yeah. Because yeah. they were doing drills that day. No. It, it, sometimes I was out too late. And, uh, oh, and, God and when I come in there, I don't feel like it. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a human. You're, you, 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 I, you're oh, a hawk. I'm just telling you what, you what you want me to lie to you, make it sound fly to you? Yeah. I ain't had, I, ain't had it, I was not Kobe. Kobe was something else. He was the guy, like I said, when we're in the club, that motherfucker's in the gym. Oh shit! You know what I mean, do, do, and 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 that's what separated him from a whole lot of dudes, even myself. So just right there, that's a lot to unpack. So let's start with the whole missing practice thing. It was no secret that he had a habit of missing practice frequently, and whenever it was brought up or held against him during his playing career, it was strongly denied either by him or his camp. Now he's openly admitting that he had occasions where he missed practice because he was out too late or he just didn't feel like going. Now look, we're all humans and we may go out late on occasion. It happens. But very rarely do people miss work because of it. For the most part, people just suck it up, they endure it, they go in, they deal with the day, and they take a nap after work or whatever the case may be. So objectively speaking, this isn't a good look, 
especially for a guy of his stature who was under contract in a team sport and he was the franchise player and the best player on his team. And you saw that he mentioned Kobe and how dedicated that he was to the game, even more than himself. And I want you to remember that because I'm going to revisit that point later on. Now, I want you guys to listen to this question that Willie D asked him, and I want you guys to hear Iverson's response because it will really tie in to the next point that I want to make. Do you ever, but do you ever think to yourself though, like, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm top, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm a Hall of Fame. I'm if? great. But what if and I had if? practice yeah. more? Mm-hmm. You ever think like that? Yeah. No. Really? What if I would have lift weights? Yeah. What if I would have, you know what I mean? What if I would have um, dedicated myself more? But I did a lot. I, I I dedicated myself a lot to 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 be who I'm who I am. I did a lot. Would Would you say you gave what you could to the maximum at, at the same time to to maintain your sanity? You know, like you gave as much as you could to maintain your sanity, mm-hmm. because you have to have balance, right? Some like like Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman used to like. Oh, I got to go to Vegas, man. We're in the middle yeah, of playoffs. I, and say, stuff. I, I, but, saw, but, I saw the last dance, but I got to go to Vegas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if Dennis I won't, Rodman, I won't if like Dennis that. Rodman go to, but I'm saying if Dennis Rodman don't go to the Vegas, he perhaps, might not be. Perhaps he's not as effective mm-hmm. on the court because he needed that balance. No. Nah, um... Did you feel like that don't even sound right? I'm saying that don't even sound right. That's that's what he said. That's what he did. That's that's what Dennis Rodman said. That's what he did. And that's what he did. That's what he did. But but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, he was just a bad motherfucker. Some 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 people just crazy, man. Some people was just awesome. Did but did you feel like you had to have that kind? You had to have your own balance by not going to practice sometimes or whatever, doing what you had to do. Not really. uh, No. No. I was just. I was just living. Like just living, living my life, like being happy, like being, I don't know, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just living your, living your fucking life. Like I did what I wanted to do. I'ma do that until I'm gone. Man, I'm the greatest father. I'm the greatest homeboy. I'm the greatest brother. I'm the greatest son. I'm the greatest everything that I try to be. That's who I am. Do I make mistakes? Do I fuck up? Hell yeah. Do I wish I wouldn't have did this and did that? Yeah, yeah. I wish, I mean, what the fuck can I do? I, I can't do nothing else mm. but be me and be happy as a motherfucker. long as motherfuckers like y'all rock with me, my family love me, my teammates, my God love me, oh, yeah. fuck yeah. out of here, man. I'm cool. So as you just heard, Willie D wanted to try and get a better understanding of why Iverson would miss practice or what was the mentality that he had towards it. He even referenced the docuseries The Last Dance, and the part where Rodman had asked for permission to leave the team in the middle of the season so he could go to Vegas to get his mind right, and the team gave him permission to do so. So he wanted to know if Iverson needed something similar because he doesn't quite understand where he's coming from in regards to the practice thing, at least from my understanding of that interaction. Now, Iverson responds by saying that he was just living his life and he wanted to enjoy his life. And I think this is where the disconnect is. So Iverson is someone, from what it sounds like in my interpretation, he is just someone who wants to have that work-life balance. He believes that there was a time and place for basketball, and there was a time and place for family and friends. And hearing his answer, it actually kind of reminded me of some stories that I had heard and read about him. So one of the stories is that he was infamous for turning down, you know, many roles and off-the-court opportunities. So, for example, he turned down the movie role for He Got Game by Spike Lee. 
and also being the lead male role in the music video The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica. And the reason why he turned those down is because he didn't want to spend his summers doing work and instead he would rather just spend it with his family and friends. And of course, we know that Ray Allen went on to land a role in He Got Game and Tyrese became the lead male in The Boy Is Mine. But the reason why I bring up all this and why this part really stood out to me is because we have to be careful not to place our expectations on others based on what we think their talent level or potential is. You know, it's like when you hear stories, or maybe you even observed or experienced this, but there is that kid or there is that youth or just someone in high school or maybe throughout your lifetime you may have just come across someone that is extremely smart, gifted, or whatever the case may be. And they have parents who are sometimes too tough on them and they just push them to do things that they think they should be doing based on what they think their talent or potential is. But if you ever have a conversation with that person or you ever hear them speak, what they end up saying is that they truly just want to be able to live their life, similar to like what Iverson is saying there. Now, when someone is young, they do need discipline and they do need guidance to not waste their talent and to also not potentially go down the wrong path. But you can only push someone for so long. Eventually, that person will make their own decisions and they will do what they want to do. Just like Iverson said himself, I do what I want to do. So you can't make anyone do something or become something that they don't want. And this is where managing expectations comes from. We can only push or encourage people for a certain period of time. Now, in the case of Iverson, I will say that athletically and in terms of his talent, he is one of, if not the most, talented in terms of athleticism, physical, and latent ability. In fact, he is so gifted that he was supposed to become an NFL player, but because of an incident that happened back in high school, he went into basketball and the NBA as a backup plan. Now, do you understand how amazing you have to be? that basketball is just your plan B. For billions of people around the world, it is a primary goal. And this was just his plan B because football didn't work out. And he still managed to become a Hall of Famer and a top 75 all-time player. Now, people look at how talented he was combined with the decisions that he made and his accomplishments, and they still don't think that he has done enough. With his level of innate talent and ability, the work that should have went into his game doesn't quite match up. Now, people expect him to have the resume of a Jordan, a Kobe, Shaq, or LeBron because of how talented Iverson truly was. And Kobe was someone who was talented and athletic. But when it comes to just natural ability, he couldn't touch Iverson. And Kobe himself admitted it. However, Kobe worked relentlessly, and he put basketball first over everything else, and it shows in the results. He is world-renowned for his work ethic and his dedication to the game. Now, on the court, Kobe and Iverson were fierce competitors, but off the court, there's no comparison. And you just heard it come out of Iverson's mouth that Kobe separated himself from everyone else. And you also heard him say he wanted to live his life. So it doesn't matter how talented you think a person is or how gifted they are. 
or how much you think they should work. If the person doesn't see it for themselves or want that for themselves, there's nothing that can be done. You just got to let people be. You can't want something more for a person than that person wants it for themselves. So Willie D asking that question, he understands just how truly gifted he was. But in the end, he just wanted to live his life. And that's his choice. Now to be fair, Iverson is right in the sense that you have to work hard to accomplish some of the things that he did. But many people believe he didn't work hard to the degree that his talent required. But he seems content with his resume, his career, and how things played out. He won an MVP award. He was an 11-time All-Star, 2-time All-Star Game MVP, 4 scoring titles, a finals appearance, and he was 6th all-time in points per game. <laughs> like I said, he's my all-time favorite player, so I know these things. Now, even if he relied on natural talent to do all of these things, he still had a hell of a career and a resume. And as long as Iverson can look at himself in the mirror and he is content, then people shouldn't be bothered. So there should be no disappointment or any expectations that feel as though they're unfulfilled. And in this next clip, I'm going to show the accountability piece that I was talking about earlier. But also what I want to illustrate and show is that not everyone sees things the same way. Now, oftentimes, we might give, receive, or see others give advice or suggestions to someone on what they think they should do. And I like to call this unsolicited advice. And I learn to stay away from doing this because oftentimes when you're not asked for it, it can really backfire. And I found that it actually does more harm than good. So I stay away from giving it and I try my best to avoid listening to it at times. But in this context, I get why they asked, specifically Scarface who asked the question. It's an interview. So it obviously makes for a great conversation and it allows the audience to see inside of the mind of the person who's being interviewed. So I want you guys to listen to this and I will give you my analysis. Do you have a foundation? No. Have you ever thought about coaching uh, high school football? No. I mean basketball? I'm, I'm, no, no coaching. Why? Because I, 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 it's hard to tell coach. a motherfucker. He can't coach. He, he's one of the greatest to do it. Great players can no, don't I make just, good coaches. No, I just, I just, I just. Um, Great I, players I, don't make good coaches. No, man. On, it's man. Just, not true. It's just a, a motherfucker that um, I don't think a motherfucker going to. Like, you got to be a bad motherfucker to be a coach. Coach football. Coach Little League football. make way more money than you. You know what I mean? And you got to get them to listen to you and 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 believe in, 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 in your strategy and your your everything. You got to, you, you man, to be a coach in the NBA, you got to be a bad motherfucker, man. What about in high school? Yeah. I would go back to my high school and coach their fucking basketball. Yeah, you can't coach no high school Man, I don't have the patience for that. in the league. I don't have the patience. You ain't doing shit else? Alan, what are you doing? What you mean? I take care of my kids. I that, love that, that's my a girl. Given. And, that's a given. And and I and I hang with my homeboys. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even mad at you, so man. I, do. I, I live my life. I, that 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 right there is is too much. It's and and it's an obligation, and it's you got to give everything. And I ain't and I know I I can't I ain't depriving nobody of nothing, man. I'm not doing that shit. So as you heard, they asked him about having a foundation. He said no. Scarface asked him about coaching in the NBA. 
And he said no, because they make too much money and they won't listen. Then they gave him ideas about coaching in college or Little League. And then he said no, because he doesn't have the patience. But this ties into what I was saying earlier, before I played the clip. And this is probably the most important takeaway from that clip that I just played. Have you ever noticed at times that when you give people ideas or suggestions, they always have an excuse or reason why they can't do this or why it can't be done? So they make too much money. I don't have enough patience. I guarantee you, no matter what ideas that they would have presented to him, Iverson would have just turned it down. And you clearly see it in this interaction. And Scarface even said, I would become a Little League or a Pee Wee coach. But that's another thing too. We always say what we would do in a person's shoes based on our understanding. But not everyone thinks the same or is built the same. And here's the accountability aspect. When Iverson kept saying no and making excuses, Scarface said, well, why not? You don't have shit else going on. And you can hear Iverson say, what do you mean? I'm a father. And Scarface says, so what? That's a given. And you can hear it in Iverson's voice. He got a bit defensive there because he's not used to being spoken to like that or challenged in that way. And I remember a few years ago when Colin Cowherd had Iverson on the show and he asked him a similar question. He said, I know what other great players are up to now that they're retired, but what do you do now, Alan? The question went along those lines. And the entire question to me just came off as very condescending, and it almost appeared like he was talking down to him. And then Iverson responded, I'm a full-time father. And Colin just kind of brushed it off like he doesn't care, which that response really doesn't surprise me coming from someone like him, if you know what I mean. But you can tell Scarface actually cares and respects him. So that's why he's doing it. And we need more accountability in the black community. And I think that's something that we're severely lacking. But like I said earlier, we have to manage our expectations. And in the end, you see Scarface laugh it off and he drops it and says, I ain't even mad at you. It's not that he necessarily agrees with what AI is saying. It's just that he has a high enough emotional intelligence to understand that Iverson is very fixed on his thinking and he's not interested in changing his mind. Now, when I heard that clip and I heard his response, I was a little bit disappointed, but I was not surprised by his answer. Now, growing up, Iverson was a superhero to me and he inspired me in many ways. I first started watching him when I was about five years old and I'll never forget the moment that I first saw him play. And then from there, I watched his documentary, Alan Iverson, The Answer, I had his action figures, I had his sneakers, like he was a real life superhero. You know, seeing him play and doing the things that he did and knowing his story, his background and where he came from, you know, it inspired me and implanted a seed in my mind that I could also do anything and become anything that I set my mind to. So from that aspect, it's disappointing. But again, I'm managing my expectations. I just choose to focus on that positive aspect and, you know, having watched the game and following his career closely and, you know, even keeping tabs after his retirement, you know, this isn't the first time that ideas were brought up to him and he shot them down like that. I remember Iverson was asked if he would get into media and do commentary on the game. And he said no, because he doesn't want to criticize other players that had a bad game because he knows what it feels like and he didn't like it when it happened to him. So he doesn't want to do it to others. 
Iverson is also really great at drawing and art. And I remember on YouTube, I saw this live stream that he did with Kwame Brown. And Kwame Brown was saying to him, you know, you should get into drawing and sell your work as NFTs and you can make a lot of money. And Iverson just kind of dismissed that whole idea. So the reason why I'm bringing all of this up is to just make this point. People who don't want something will make excuses on why it doesn't work. They will always have an excuse and they will always have a reason. And by the way, I'm not going to dismiss or brush aside the part of him being a full-time father. You know, as a black man, there are negative stereotypes surrounding black fathers and the ones that do stick around and that do commit to their obligation, they don't get enough credit for it. So it's important that he gets the credit that he deserves. But in terms of the other things, this is a mentality thing. Now, Iverson has nearly 11 million followers on Instagram. He's well-respected, he's a legend, and he's a recognizable figure. So he could do anything that he wants to do from a business standpoint. But if he doesn't think big enough to want to do some of these things, and what can anyone do about it? I understand that he wants to be a full-time father and he wants to be there for his kids. And I respect that. But wouldn't it be great to build something or to do something and have your kids be part of that? You can have your older kids be part of it and they can contribute to it. And then you can inspire your youngest children. And they can see you do well at something outside of basketball. And you can maybe one day pass it on to them. He has so much that he can contribute. He can do art. He can coach. He can even do speaking engagements or start a podcast telling stories and giving advice to people from different walks of life. It doesn't have to be sports per se. You know, he is someone that is genuinely revered and respected all across the globe. Giannis was a Nigerian kid living in Greece that was inspired by him. I was a kid growing up in Canada that looked up to him. You know, there are millions of people around the world that would love to hear from him. But like I've illustrated throughout all of this, if a person doesn't want it for themselves or their mind doesn't see or think that way, then there's nothing else that can be done. You just have to let people be. And this is something that we can apply in our everyday lives. I think by implementing this and understanding this, It'll make a lot of the interactions and the situations we have with people a lot easier because we can manage our expectations and stop holding them to the expectations that we placed on them and instead just let them be. So this is not a knock on Iverson or anything. I was just using this segment as a backdrop because when I watched it, that was really the takeaway and that's what stood out for me. But that's it. I just wanted to share my perspective until next time. Thank you for listening to the Wire to Wire podcast. Be sure to share and subscribe. You can also check out all of my books, including my latest one, Quarantine Thoughts, available at all major retailers. You can also follow me on Instagram at Yusuf underscore A official. Until next time.